Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwejebensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 30th of May in the year 2022, and the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made, and for that matter we should rejoice and be glad in it. On this note, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman, listening to me or hearing my voice to join me to give thanks to God for this great and wonderful day that he has given to us. And life in general, life is beautiful, life is wonderful, life is a gift given to us by God for free. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic Cowards died many times before their death. The valiant or the valiant never taste of death but once. And this is a very common phrase or statement that we know in our lives. And it is, uh, it, they were given by the great Shakespeare. So I give credit to Shakespeare, William Shakespeare for this beautiful and wonderful word. So to, today I am borrowing them to present my message. And we are going to look at who is a coward and who is a valiant. Who is a coward and who is the valiant. So we have, we have heard people using this and some of us in school, we have actually studied uh, William Shakespeare's work. And some people, those of us that did literature, we analyze it in the academic world. We just took it and we are using it on the surface. But William Shakespeare actually meant something deeper than how, what we have been made to understand or what we actually took from his, his, these two statements. So uh, today, we're going to look at it in the light of what we call fear. Fear. Fear is the number one thing that causes all mankind's problems. Everything that mankind is going through or is facing all comes down to one thing, and that is fear. The fear of this, the fear of that, that causes men and women to do what they are doing. So if someone is competing with you for a particular thing, it's not necessarily the thing that the person is actually uh, looking for, but he is doing it because of the fear that with that thing, he will not be able to do one particular thing or he will not be able to live. So you see that the desire for that thing is not necessarily for the enjoyment, but for the fear of not being able to do this or that. And for that matter, he goes on to compete. If someone takes a knife and goes after someone, the person maybe feels that his life is threatened. And therefore, he has to do something. Even if someone goes, whatever you would do, underneath, if you analyze your actions, there is that element of fear. And therefore, if men and women, if mankind is able to take fear out of our lives, we will see that we will live peacefully with one another. So fear is the bedrock of mankind's difficulties, problems. And so today, we're going to look at it from our personal uh, life, how we approach life. 
and what ba on what basis do we take or make decisions or do we take actions and what actually motivates us and now we're going to look at who is the the, the, the coward and who is the valiant uh, let us begin it from the words of uh, Job as in the book of Job chapter 3 verse 25 in the Bible Job said for the things that I fear comes upon me and what I dread befalls me I repeat for the things that I fear comes upon me and what I dread befalls me Job 3:25 so today as I'm talking to you as I'm speaking to you if you take a pen and paper and you begin to ask people whether they are brave men and women they, everyone would tell you that yes for them they don't they, they, are, they are not afraid of this they are not afraid of anything every man will actually I confess that he or she is not afraid of anything but in reality this is not true every man is afraid of something and the greatest of all is we being able to live our life the way we want it and to achieve what we want to achieve so if you live your life and at the back of your mind you think there is something that haunts you that can take your life that can do anything to you in spirit therefore you go to church or you go to whatever whatever you belongs to whatever religion you belongs to to go and pray to prevent that then you are living in fear that the underneath reason for which you are doing that is the fear of other other forces coming after you in the same way if you do anything that comes to look as if that you are doing something to prevent other people from coming to you to hurt you then you are living in fear so if when you look at all these things you see that every man or woman has some element of fear and that fear is that is driving us from one point to the other and some people as soon as they hear of something that has happened in this town they begin to panic they begin to worry about whatever thing that they've heard of but to be honest with you someone's reality is not your reality so we have lived our life in such a way that we've allowed fear to drive our li our living and therefore we are unable to actually expand and to evolve as god intended us to be on this earth and it is because we are so dependent on our five senses we are so dependent on our five senses what our five senses tells us with regards to what we are seeing in the outer world is what we base our life on but that is not the truth the human being is supposed to base his life upon what is within him and that is his, his or her divinity so as i reference uh, the words of job uh, i would just want to give a little bit overview of job's situation and why he made this statement we are told in the uh, uh, in the bible that job was someone who was always in constant prayers prayer mood making sacrifices for the sins of his children doing everything for his family that he's protected his family so you will see that even though job was doing the right thing as per the prescription of the religious 
men and women, or what was given as the order of the day in his days. In reality, he was doing something out of fear. So upon all his sacrifices, upon all that he did, what he was actually dreading came upon me and came upon him. And that is he losing everything, including his children, and even became a poor man. So what he dreaded became before, uh, came upon him. And it is the same thing in our lives. This Job episode is in the life of every man. And, and those of us that have uh, life, yeah, everyone knows this, that when you are walking, when you are on the street, and you see a stray dog coming, if you walk closely straight into the, uh, the dog, the dog will not do anything to you. But anyone who shows or who panics, the dog picks on the person and begins to chase the person because the dog, they are able to sense as to whether you have good sense or you are afraid of it or you are not afraid of it. And that is how we attract things into our life based on fear. So the genesis of mankind's problem be began with fear. And even if we go into the book of Genesis, when the Bible says that Adam and Eve ate the fruits that they were asked not to eat, they became, uh, their eyes opened and they realized that they were naked and also they sought cover for themselves because they were afraid. And that was the first how mankind lost the glory of God. And so the greatest thing that is fighting against mankind is fear and if we are able to organize our lives and take out fear and walk boldly that whatever we are seeing in the outer are illusions because we are being created by ourselves from within then we have the key to life and so we are able to uh, get up and face any challenges so now coming back to the words of william shakespeare what did william shakespeare actually mean when he said cowards died many times. A coward is whom? A coward is not the one that is afraid of dogs or whatever. No. The real coward is the one that is afraid to confront his challenges, difficulties in life. The, work, the real coward is the one that believes that he has no power. He has no power. He has no control over his or her own circumstances. Therefore, whatever comes upon him, he becomes paralyzed. And the circumstances beat him or her or beat him or her up to the point until someone came in to deliver him or maybe for the miraculous the person get out of it so in that case the person is dying that is the coward that is dying all the time so you are alive but you are dead to the reality of life so every day you go through a certain kind of death anytime a circumstances come before you and you are not able to overcome it, the circumstances overcome you, then you are dead. That is one death. Anytime another one comes and that, that circumstance overcome you, you are dead. And that is why William Shakespeare said, cowards died many times before their death. The number of times that people have actually be, uh, became so fearful, they, 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 how, what they go through in life, just because their inability to summon, uh, to summon their challenges, to garner courage and overcome their challenges. So in that case, you are a coward. And you will die many times. You will die many times before your actual death. Life becomes sour. Life becomes so miserable for you that your life is every day is a kind of 
have. And that is why most of our young men and women in Africa, they are saying that Africa is close to, uh, closer to hell or Africa is hell. So the coward that dies many times is one that is not able to take up his stand up and face his challenges of uh, difficulties and overcome them. Who is the valiant? The valiant is the one that knows that he is at the center of his life. And for that matter, any difficulty, any challenges that can appear him, he gathers courage and face them boldly and overcome them. When he overcomes them, this, that, that person becomes a living being. He is living. The one that challenges overpowers them are those who are living, the Bible refers to as the living dead. So the, 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 the coward is the one that is paralyzed by fear. But fear is an illusion. Fear is a thought in our mind based on what we know about our lives, based on what we know about our lives. But the truth is that the human being is a creator of his own realities. Therefore, whatever you are seeing outside has nothing to do with you if you don't have it in your state of consciousness. You can be amongst a group of people who are doing whatever they do with everything will happen and nothing will happen to you. And that is why the Bible talk of that a thousand will fall on my uh, left uh, my hand, ten thousand on my right hand side. That is what the Bible is talking of. So, so long as you do not entertain fear in your life, relating to your challenges, your outer conditions, then you are a valiant who is conquering world, the, the life difficulties, life challenges, and you are living. But on the other hand, so long as you are not able to overcome your difficulties, use them to, I mean, um, uh, as a motivation to overcome them, then you are being beaten by these challenges. Every day you are dying, you are dying. So you will die many times before your actual death. So when we bring this into our own lives, you will see that whatever we are doing every day, we are not solving our problems, but we are recreating more and more of them in our lives. And we are dying every day. We are dying every day. Multiple deaths. So the actual death comes only when you have already died so many times. Your life has been miserable, 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 miserable. That is what Shakespeare was talking about. A man is brought onto this earth. A human being is brought on this earth to stand up and surmount his challenges, difficulties, and use them to, to, to empower himself. And as I presented yesterday in my episode, Jacob wrestled with the, with the angel, and he, the, 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 the angel blessed him. Your difficulties are not in your life for any negative reasons. Some of them are actually your own creation by your negative thought. But if you take the truth, and accept the truth that you are the creator of your own circumstances. And for that matter, you are the one that can actually change it and begin to walk in the right direction. You become a master. You overcome every difficulty that comes in your life. You turn them, you transpute them into opportunities. So the, 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 the coward, the coward is any man that anything that comes upon him, he puts his signs between a man or woman, a man or woman Anything that comes upon him or her, he or she puts his or her hand in between the laps and begin to cry, begin to pray, begin to blame people that they are the cause of it. In that case, you are a coward. You are a coward. You are being paralyzed. You are being beaten by a particular circumstances. But you are supposed to stand up and declare to yourself that 
I am the image and the likeness of God. I am made in the image and the likeness of God. Therefore, everything that comes before me, I have the solution to it. And that is based on what I think. My mind is a creative medium. Therefore, I, I am going to transmute this difficult challenge into a positive and a wonderful experience. In that case, you become a valiant who is overcoming every difficulty, every challenge. Now, the idea of praying, 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 I'm not condemning prayer, but we have to pray in the right breath, and we have to pray in the right way. We have to pray in the right breath, and we have to pray in the right way. The Bible says that, God says that, I am with you all the time, and therefore, if God is with us all the time, then we do not have any reason to entertain fear based on what we see on the altar. And the Bible also says that the one who is in me is greater than the one who is in the, who is in the world. Therefore, you, if we are preoccupied by what is in the world, what we see, what we hear, what we feel, based on what we are seeing, but not preoccupied with what is, who is inside us, then we are negating our divinity. We are empowering after conditions over ourselves. And that is why we became we become the cowards. You are no more a valiant. The purpose for which you are brought here, you've deserted it, and you are just being allowed, you're allowing after conditions to control you. So cowards died many times before they are dead. You've heard this several times. You've, maybe you might have even read a book. Some of some, I know most people have done literature and have read this book and analyze it from the academic perspective. Today I am presenting it to you from the metaphysical perspective. Who is a coward? A coward is any man or woman that has no ability to rise up and face his challenges. Who is a valiant? A valiant is the one that has the power and the capacity, the ability, and always rise up to face his challenges and conquer them and make them a blessing to himself or herself and the world. He is the one that is conquering. He is the one that is living. She is the one that is conquering. She is the one that is living. So cowards died many times before they are dead. And so if we take the job attitude where we are always praying against outer condition because we've seen that something has happened to someone, you also have to pray. Always you pray. There are some people pray and bombard and do all these things before before they go to bed. They will do all kinds of ritual. Some people even have oils and other things. They spray their doors and that. This is a mind that is clouded in fear. This is the mind that is clouded in fear. If the spirit in you cannot protect you, then how can just water or oil that you sprinkle on your door protects you. He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. But unfortunately, mankind, human beings, particularly those of us in Africa, for lack of our understanding of who we are and what we are brought here, we have relinquished our powers and we have put our powers in other things. We put our, our powers, our trust in other things. And therefore, we do all kinds of things. But the fact is that you are not born a coward. You are not made a coward. You are made as a dominant and a power, someone who has power. And even the Bible clearly states that after God has done everything, he gave man the power and the dominion over all things on earth. 
So you are not a victim, and you are not a, you are not a, a victim of any circumstance. You are not here. No one is causing anything to you. But it is your own lack of understanding. It's our lack of understanding. But this is the time that we've got knowledge. The understanding has come that a man or woman is God on earth here. Therefore, there is no need for us to be afraid of anything. And the Bible says that do not worry about anything in life. But in all things, we should give thanks. We should give thanks. And that should be our prayer. And that should be a prayer. Always, you have a place in your heart and thank God that everything is already done. Your life is already created. So you give thanks to God. You look at things and give thanks to God. And then put your request before him. Father, this is my heart desire, but I know it is already done. Therefore, I thank you. There is no need for all that we are doing, but for lack of knowledge, we are being buffeted by all these things because we do not know our location of power. Our location of power, people, man, men and women has not put their location of power in outer things. They go to churches, they go to places, they give them oil, they give them waters, and they believe that it is that water that protects them. How pathetic is this? How unfortunate. Yet, they will go to the church and say that he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. They will sing to this. No, that is not that is not the truth. The truth is that you are born a valiant and you are supposed to stand up and walk as a valiant. And that is by confronting every challenge that comes in your way. Every situation, every negative situation that is in your way, be it poverty, be it health, be it anything, is not caused by any power outside you other than the one that is in you and the power of your thoughts. So be a valiant and begin to take control of your life and move in that direction. The prayer in fear, the prayer in anticipation of something that is about to happen, to that says that we are preventing them, create more of this. And if uh, when you go to any place, it could be in a muddy area, it could be in a sleepy area, it could be any scary area, and you observe people's uh, reactions, those who always falls down, those who always get affected by these circumstances are those who are afraid. But those who are bold and have courage, they are able to walk through it without anything scratching them. And so that is why if you are able to cut yourself out of the outer world and always live based on what you have within you, in your subconscious mind, depend on your subconscious mind for guidance and direction, you will walk through this earth without any difficulty or anything that comes before you, you have the power and the dominion. You have the courage and understanding to overcome them. And then you are a valiant who is conquering and conquering and conquering and conquering. That is the truth of life. Whatever thing that you are going through, whatever challenges you are going through, if you analyze your own mentality, if you begin to look at you see that underneath, you can trace it to a certain kind of fear. And fear is the anything that we are that force men and women to do anything. The one that is holding a politician that is holding, he's afraid that if he's if he's voted out of power, he will go. He'll be he'll be poor. Therefore, he has to hold. His last is coming out of fear. The one that is asking, I I mean, take uh, uh, hiring people to go and 
uh, kill someone, his, his or her opponent, is doing it because he knows that he, that, that person may take him out of power. All these things are based on fear. And therefore, if we, are take, if we take fear out of our lives and work on ourselves and work on the universal principle that power and everything that we are looking for is from within, but not from the without. Therefore, whatever happens to another person is not my bit because my thinking is different from that person's thinking. Therefore, you can only sympathize with people who are going through that, but you don't emotionalize, you don't take it as something that has the capacity to come to you. As far as we are in this world, some people will be involved in car accidents. Others too will not involve. Someone will travel for, their, for almost the whole of his life. He will never be involved in a car accident. Someone too will travel only twice or thrice and he'll get involved in an accident. That means that, that tells us that we are all of different, uh, different uh, circumstances based on what we have in our own world. You live in your own world. Your world is not my world. My world is not your world. Other people's world are not your world because you are not in the person's mind. What goes through your mind, how you analyze things, how you accept things, how you embrace things, how you, you look at situation defines your reality. And by the law of attraction, you attract these things into your life. And so Job's situation, he said, what I fear greatly came upon me, that is by the law of attraction. Because he had emotionalized it, it had to be a reality in his life. And in the same way, whatever you are afraid of becomes your life. And in Ghana, uh, in the Akan language, there is there's a saying that uh, if you are afraid of mad, mad, you end up actually being clothed by it. Anyone who is afraid of mud eventually falls into it and he'll be clothed by it. Or he'll be, yeah, he'll be, he'll be clothed by the mud. And that is the truth. Whatever you are afraid of becomes bigger and bigger and it swallows you. Whatever you are dreading becomes bigger, bigger and it swallows you. But when you begin to apply love, the, the valiant is the one that takes love he embraced everything that comes into his life and pour love over it. To be honest with you, whether you like it or not, you be, whether you believe in me or not, that is the truth. That is why the Bible says love conquers all things. Your greatest enemy will become the best friend as soon as you begin to love the person as he or she is. The most dreadful thing in your life becomes something that you will enjoy as soon as, as, soon as you begin to love. So love conquers all things, means that love turns everything into a good thing. And that is the nature of God. That is God manifesting through us by loving things and we become one with it. There is no way that you can be afraid of something to become one with it. But there is no way that you will love something that you cannot be one with that thing. And that is the truth. So what you are afraid of what you're afraid of, either takes wings and runs away from you or you attract it to yourself. But the afraid of it is the most important thing that you are attracted into your life. You attract it into your life. So coward dies many times before they are dead. There are many people on this earth, if not all, that are already dying every day and every day. And the greatest of them are Africans. Now let's come home. Are Africans. Africans are those who are the most, the greatest victims or culprits of this cardinal sin. We are afraid of 
everything. We are paralyzed. And for that matter, we do not confront our challenges. And if we have to trace this back into our uh, Genera our, 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 our genealogy, our forefathers, and you will you see that the African people never, never took themselves into the center of the creative order. The African pair our traditions, pay our way of life. We see power to be in other things, rivers, other things. And for that matter, always we are that something from outside is attacking us. But in reality, that outside thing that we are seeing is being created within ourselves because we don't know how we operate as human beings. And so we've created all negative, 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 negative things in our lives. But that is not how life is supposed to be. So you see that the coward that William Shakespeare spoke of, you will see it in the lives of Africans. Our forefathers suffered. They couldn't improve their life. And then some people came and over, I mean, colonized them. And then we all became the byproduct of this relationship. And now we are still going. We are still going. But we haven't been able to stand up and say, hey, enough is enough. Therefore, we are cutting this process. We are cutting this uh, chain of reaction. But we are now bringing ourselves into the equation that we are the center of our life. Therefore, we are creating our own realities. And therefore, we are dying almost every day. So the, uh, an African, before an African actually gets to his final death, then he had died many times. Many times. If it is not sickness, it is hunger. If it is not death, it is death. Because the African has not been able to rise up to stand up and face these challenges. And since we are not able to face these challenges, they have to come back to us several times, several times, several times, until we become knowledgeable and begin to do the right thing. And that is the number of deaths that Shakespeare is talking of. You will die several times to circumstances. You will die several times to situations. You will die several times by challenges. But the only time that you become a valiant and overcome it and set yourself free is when you actually confront it and get a solution and overcome it and become a master over it. So what we are, they, we are, we are dreading all the time comes to us. We are afraid and therefore we go to people for help. If you take Africa for instance, African leaders are afraid. That citizens are afraid because we are going to die. We don't have this. We don't have this. So when it comes that there is a problem, we don't solve it. We go to other people and those that we think they have the solution, then they put us into debt. So now you realize that the African men and women are dead. African nations are dead to, I mean, debt. We are dying in debt. We are swimming in the pool of debt. And African countries are indebted. But we are living on the richest continent. Because we haven't been able to take a stand and stand and face our challenges. Cowards die many times before they are dead. The villain will never see it. You only see death only once. And if I'm to bring my motherland, Ghana, as an example, not long ago, even not, it's been years. Even when I was in Ghana, I remember when we were at the University of Ghana, we didn't Sometimes two, three days, there's no light, no electricity. And we used to study under lanterns and candles. And this 
on and off erratic electricity problem has been on and on and on and on as i said in my other video i was born along the volta lake and i know exactly how the volta lake is so now since the akosombo dam was created our forefathers never had foresight and to think that with this lake coming it is going to change conditions in that area and for that for they should have actually created a forest along within a certain distance along the volta lake from north to the south they did it so the vegetation everything in that along that river got destroyed and now it is a lake the rains are not falling so sometimes when there, there are no rains the the the, the 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 water decreases that means no electricity since then after now Ghanaians with their leaders of coming no one has been able to take a bold step that hey enough is enough we are going to look for a permanent solution not from other outside but we're going to use our mind to look for a permanent solution to this but yet we have engineers we have big big time people in ghana that are calling themselves all these things we are not able to stand up and face our challenges squarely we want quick fix and therefore we go and then come and now in ghana that is what they've termed doing so that means uh, on and off ghana electricity a situation is kind of generational issue no one has been able to come up with that and what you Ghanaians are dying all the time ghana has died many times to this electricity problem that is why william shakespeare is talking about so Ghanaians as a nation this is a, a, a nation made up of cowards the valiant is the one who uh, comes to canada go to the united kingdom go to any of this advanced world they will what we call electricity problem would never be no 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 not even a minute that i have ever seen light of in canada and in my life in the uk yes they are not dying in that area anymore they will not see death in the king in, in this area come to this part of the world almost everything that they have is a continuous uh, process it's a continuous thing that it that there is no stop it goes on and goes on but in ghana today we go here we take a solution tomorrow is dead then we we are dead then we are going we are looking for life then we come and kick ourselves then we get up then we start again we are dying and dying and dying and that is what william shakespeare is saying if you have any challenge be it your individual or collectively as a nation or a society or community if you don't take the bold step and begin to work on it and get a permanent solution from the powers that are within you you will die so many times the number of things the number of businesses the number of properties that have been affected by this erratic electricity problem in ghana and it is not only in ghana go to almost all african countries the most the the, 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 the despicable one is nigeria an oil producing country they cannot even produce electricity and even the free flow of gas petrol in their pumps for more than a month no nigeria is considered as a nation of generators but they are sitting and lying and swimming in oil how pathetic and that is the coward that is the cowards that william shakespeare talked about
until Nigerians, until Africans, we put our mind together and begin to work from our side and look for African solution, technology, African invention to tap into our oil and tap into our oil and our gold and whatever we have and begin to use it to improve ourselves and share it with the world. We will die so many times even though we are living on death. So coward dies many times because, um, before their death. That is the meaning. And why are we all these things happening to us? The African is afraid that when he tries, he will fail. There is that fear underneath. Oh, as for us, we don't have this. And we want it once. And therefore, we are afraid to confront our challenges. Therefore, we will, we will only take the, 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 the easiest path, and that is to go and source someone's solution and then try to come and patch it, use it to patch our situation. Then it comes one, it goes off. We do it, it goes off. So you see that African countries go everywhere. We are dying. And before an African man dies the natural death, he has died so many, so many, so many times. In the same way, before an African woman dies the natural death, he has died so many, so many, so many times. Hunger, uh, poverty, all these things come and they, they, every day we are dying and we're dying and dying and dying. It's a kind of incremental death. So you die this incremental death until your final death because you are not using your mind, because we are not using our minds as expected. And that is why this dawn, this day of understanding, this day of knowledge has come. Coward is not the one that has not <laughs> is running, uh, running away from war. Coward is not the one that is running away from physical things. But a coward is the one that is running away from his mental activity. That he's not be able to use his mind to solve his problems. That is the number one coward. All the outside things, if we are using our minds well and we kill our fear and know that whatever thing we are seeing on the outer are the creation of our own minds and therefore they are illusions, we can change them. All those things will not actually be there for us to be afraid of them. These witches and juju and other things are the creation of the minds of the African people. So going for a, a, a holy water or whatever to sprinkle your doors and whatever, whatever before you sleep, if you create your mind, if you develop your mind and work on yourself and to be to, to kill that fear, you will sleep and have a sleepless, a, sleep, a very wonderful night and wake up the following day and become a, an empowered person. That is the truth. So this is what the, uh, the, the book of uh, uh, William Shakespeare is saying that cowards died many times before their death. And the death that Africans are dying is written everywhere. It's written everywhere. Our governments are dying so many times. The number of times African countries have to run to IMF. They go for the money, they come back. Some hippie came, we go, oh, it, most people pull them, uh, countries put themselves out, they are going back again. Now, we don't want this, we are going back again. Anytime, anytime. We are, being, we are dying so many times. We are dying so many times. We are dying so many times to circumstances. And now is the hour, now is the time that the African takes control of his life. Fear, whatever we are afraid of, doesn't exist. And even if something happens at all, it is our right. It is our right, our divine right, to stand up against it and overcome it. And that is why we say we are evolving. That is when we say we are evolving, or we can say we are evolving. So the cowards that dies many times is the one that is not using his mind or her mind. The one that is not using his or her mind. 
is the coward, and that is Africans. Let us face fact. It is very painful and sometimes very disheartening that Africans, we would travel to other places to do all kinds of donkey jobs and whatever, yet we have money. We have all other things buried in our lands and others. The people will come and take it and go and make their place beautiful and then we'll follow them. How pathetic. How sad it is. And so I am bedding in your heart, my fellow African, my fellow African, whoever you are, whatever you call yourself, this is a time that we have to confront our cowardness. We need to convert ourselves into valiants. And that is begin the beginning of it is that you are made in the image and the likeness of God. Therefore, there is nothing for you to be afraid of. Stop praying that fear. Uh, stop praying against all those kind of things that you are imagining. They appear in your life, or they are appearing in your life because you are imagining it in your life. Or the only prayer you can Pray to God and thank you, God, for making me who I am. Thank you, God, that you've made, you've made me great. Thank you, God, for making me as your image and the likeness. And then give thanks to God. Father, I know that whatever I am looking for, whatever I am asking, has already come to me. And that is why Jesus Christ told us that whatever you pray for, whatever you ask for, believe that you have it. And it is already yours. So if I have asked God that, I, I know God is with me, therefore I have complete protection. I have complete security. Then I do not need to go and pray and bombard evil spirit. By, no, those kind of antics and all this thing that have been done in Africa is kind of madness. It's a kind of madness and ignorance. Sheer ignorance being dis, I mean, on, on display. And this is the time we have to kill it. Now, my fellow African man or woman, my fellow African leaders, my fellow African citizens, whatever country you are in, this is the time for you to take up your right, your divine right, and walk as a valiant that has come to this world and conquered and conquered and died only once. And that is the day you will transition from the earth plate into the spiritual world. And that is the only death that you're supposed to taste. Whatever comes in your life, confront it. Confront it. And turn it. Let that thing become a blessing to you. Just as Jacob wrestled with the angel. And the angel blessed him. In the same way, if you wrestle with whatever difficulty you are facing, be it in your own personal life or in your organization or in your community, in your town, in your nation, if you get up and overcome it, force that challenge to become a blessing to you. You'll be a blessing to the whole world. And that is how the world runs. That is how the universe runs. This is the day. This is the hour. This is the time that the African has to take up his rights in the, in the universe. Our divine rights. And that is by working on ourselves. And throw away all this fear mentality. Always putting amulets and charms and other things around our wrist, our necks, and whatever that we are seeking protection and all those things. Those things does they look they have no effect and they have made us who we are people who cannot develop. This is the time that we need to liberate ourselves from all these things and become independent and powerful souls that are cutting through their challenges, difficulties, and making them opportunities and blessing the world with what they have created. And that is when we say Africans are truly valiant who are not dying. Who are not dying several times before they are dead. So today, 
you might have heard about William Shakespeare's statements in different settings. But today, this is what I'm presenting with you. It is something that is directed to you and I, every one of us. Who are you? Are you a coward? Are you a villain? What challenges are you going through? What is your response? Are you running helter-skelter, asking men and men of God or whatever, fetish priest for them to, I mean, what I, I pray for you or to give you incantations and other things to ward off all those challenges? No, they won't go away because they are the, they are the creation of your own mind. But begin to tell, train your mind and think in the right way, in the positive way. And that is when you become a valiant who overcome all them and turn them into opportunities. So that is, the, that is my message for you today. Do not forget that Job said, what I fear greatly came upon me. What I fear greatly came upon me. And what I dreaded befalls me in the same way. So long as your life is organized on fear, you will recreate all that you want to do away in your life. And you will see them in different shapes and forms. So long as you take control and become a villain, and declare, I am a free, independent man or woman who fears nothing, who has, who has power to mold and shape and control his life. He will turn all our difficulties into challenges. And then to my fellow Afro-Ganeans, the doomsaw that we are battling with, God will, it, it, it will not go away until Africans, Ghanaians, we begin to put our minds together. We need to create something from scratch based on our circumstances. I have lived, as I said, I was born and, and uh, raised along the Volta Lake. Even as a young man, I have always wondered why there was no any forest belt to protect those lands, those uh, lands along the Volta Lake, such that the forest, the vegetation, will create favorable conditions that rains will fall to give us more rain. This no one can do for us, but we have to confront it and overcome it. And that is when we become valiant. Now, that is my message for you. And once again, as I always do, may the overshadowing presence of God that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us and keeps the planet in their orbit with a clashing with one another, keep you, lead you, and direct you such that you have an open heart. You have a receptive heart and an open mind to receive this message. And all that you've heard from me, to take the bold step. Let us rise. Let us rise together and take giant and gigantic leap of faith to create, to recreate our destiny. And that is an Africa that is developed by Africans with their minds. If anyone comes, if anyone comes into equation, we are work, working cooperatively with them to create, but not they coming to do it for us. And that is the dream. And once again, my name is Emmanuel Kojo Mensa, and I am the co-founder of, of the Eagle Mentality Group. At Eagle Mentality Group, we teach and propagate information about the power of the subconscious mind and the universal laws that governs the whole universe. The universal laws and principles that men and women knew about and used to create and develop their lives. 
such that we will create a new group of Africans, uh, the new Africa, that we will, do, will think and do things in a different way, in such a way that we create an Africa that is developed, an Africa that is actually t has taken its place in the universe and soaring with all other higher souls that are already in advance. Science that Africa will be an advanced continent. We have advanced nations in our continent. And then we will, we, the world will rejoice. And Africa will be a place that it demonstrates the diversity of God. That is having every man, man or woman from any part of the world living on our lands to the glory of God. Thank you. And God bless you.